the contrast between God and humanity could not be starker. The preacher drives this point home by reminding his reader that human human lives and earthly accomplishments are fleeting. Nothing tangible is permanent. No work lasts. It all slips away and vanishes into thin air. Compare that to God. Everything God does is substantial. Everything God accomplishes lasts forever. Every word God speaks makes a difference. And so, God places within every person a sense of eternity. To know yet not understand Him. This world with all its goodness and beauty is not as good as it gets. There is more, so much more. And we are made for that reality too. But not now. Not yet. Well, well, welcome to the program. I'm Neil Parks. For those of you that are just tuning in to Fill the Lamp podcast, I'm going to take just a moment, very briefly, to share my heart about this podcast. God has created all mankind in His image, and with that said, we have a flesh body that houses two mindsets, the natural and the spiritual. Look what Paul writes in Romans 8, to eight six. He explains it. Now, the mind of the flesh is death, both now and forever, because it pursues sin. But the mind of the Spirit is life and peace, the spiritual well-being that comes from walking with God, both now and forever. You see, God's heart is for His creation, to desire Him with all their heart. Our heart is where He wants to dwell, and our heart is identified as our lamp, which burns radiantly with His presence in us. Therefore, keeping our lamps full of Him is the greatest necessity of a follower of Jesus Christ. Now, likewise, this podcast is dedicated to encourage all listeners to fill their lamp with more of Him. Now, as we continue to do just that in the books of Ecclesiastes and the Song of Solomon, God has set eternity in the heart of man. Look what uh, Solomon writes in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11. He says, He has made everything beautiful and appropriate in its time. He has also planted eternity, a sense of divine purpose in the human heart, a mysterious longing which nothing under the sun can satisfy except God. Yet man cannot find out or comprehend or grasp what God has done, his overall plan from the beginning to the end. So 
here we have maybe the best understanding of lostness and frustration ever put into words. And I know that each one of us experiences these troubles more times than not. And here it is. Mankind will never be satisfied here on earth because we are created for eternity, period. Ecclesiastes 6.12 says, For who, now this limited by human wisdom, knows what is good for man during his lifetime, during the few days of his futile life, He spreads them like a shadow, staying busy and achieving nothing of lasting value. For who can tell a man what will happen after him to his work, his treasure, his plans under the sun after his life is over? Now, The narrator in Ecclesiastes 6.12, Solomon, the preacher, is trying to prove that life is not worth living, but the Holy Spirit is using him to show that these conclusions are the tragic effect of living under the sun and ignoring God. Living apart from God the Father, obviously, to the Holy Spirit, and yet face-to-face with the mysteries of life and nature. Ecclesiastes 7.18 says, It is good that you take hold of one thing, righteousness, and also not let go of another, wisdom. For the one who fears and worships God with an all-awe-filled reverence will come forth, with both of them. Now, Ecclesiastes twelve, thirteen, and 14, the preacher writes, Here is my final conclusion, he says. Fear God and obey his commandments, for this is the entire duty of man. Verse 14, For God will judge us for everything we do including every hidden thing, good or bad. Now, as I mentioned before, the book of Ecclesiastes is the forerunner, you might say, or preparation, you could understand, say, for what's to come as we continue our pursuit of God's love with the Song of Solomon. I'm fully convinced that it's a critical must, (laughs) if you will, for we as followers of Christ to have the understanding as to what the alternative is not to follow Christ. Who better than the preacher Solomon, who is more than qualified to instruct and advise us about the consequences of not seeking the Lord as we live and move on this planet Earth. He has been there, done that, you might say. But Solomon repented. And you might say he wised up. What lies in the balance of every moment of our residency in this life has a profound effect on our 
eternal destination. The very first sermon Jesus preached was, Repent or perish. You've heard me say this, but I will remind again. There is a cost to following Jesus, and it requires the crucifixion of self. Here in the United States, we have this term, the American dream. And about 12 years ago, I picked up a book titled Radical. On the cover, in the small print, was a statement that confirmed what I had been thinking for quite some time. And it said, taking your faith back from the American dream. I am here to confirm that that term, the American dream, is just a dream. And with that said, it has become the biggest, I feel, distraction in the body of Christ in America. This earth, in comparison to eternity with God, is hell. Or, let's just say, apart from God, everything is going to be burned up. The sad thing is that this will be an eternal burning. The Bible has been given to us as the love story to give us hope. But it has been given us, given to us as a warning as well about the consequences if we do not heed the warning. With that said, next week, that love story will dominate this podcast for many weeks to follow. I hope you are with us on that journey as we grow deeper in love with him. Well, it's a wrap for this one, but before we say goodbye, here's a question for you. The fact of the matter is that there are two eternities. Are you ready to leave this earth as this millisecond of life here on earth ends? Are you guilty as charged or are you acquitted? Now, remember, today is the day of salvation. Let me pray for you. Father God, I just lift up all the listeners today. Wherever they are, wherever they are, if they're driving down the road, if they're setting someplace listening to the podcast, Whatever they may be doing, Father God, I just lift them up to you. And I pray that they would seek you with all their heart. And your your word says, when we do that, you will reveal yourself to us. You're looking at our hearts, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, that we have a God so loving, that when we confess our sins, you are faithful and true to forgive our sins and restore us to righteousness. Your word says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Lord Jesus, so I lift up my listeners, whatever they may be going through, whatever's ahead of them, 
whatever they've been through today. Father, I just pray right now that they would have the peace that you have left here with the Holy Spirit as he counsels and as he teaches, as he encourages. Lord, wrap your arms around them that they would know who you are. And if they don't know who you are, Lord, I pray that they would confess you with their mouth and believe in their heart that you are who you are, Jesus. And when they're changed, they're changed. But remember, we're not changed until we're changed. So, Lord Jesus, I just lift this prayer up to you. In your precious name, Jesus, amen and amen. So, for next time, my fellow listeners, I'm Neil Parks.